This is the Creators Are Brands podcast. I am your host, Tom Boyd, all up in your earbuds. Listen, we have a fantastic episode today. We are talking to my buddy, Danny Gewurz. He is a filmmaker, storyteller, creator, YouTuber, dog dad, and just an overall great dude. In this episode, it's basically two buddies jamming out. Him and I have these conversations about the creator world often, and this is just an extension of that. In this show, we talk about how he monetizes his stories, his content. We talk about why being on camera is his least favorite part of his YouTube experience, but he does it anyway, why he loves using YouTube for his passion projects and the traditional film industry versus filmmaking on YouTube and his and building his community on YouTube. It's a fantastic conversation. I think you're going to get a lot out of it and I'm not going to bore you anymore. I don't you know, we don't need long podcast intros. We can get right into it. Let's get into the show with my buddy, Danny Gifferts. Get into this podcast. Yeah, yeah, of course. man. Um, You're recording. Your name is Danny Gifferts. My name is Tom Boyd. This is the show where a bunch of people just talk about doing stuff and hopefully it inspires other people to do stuff. <laughs> I'm the, honestly, I, I feel like with you, I can be more lax because like you, you like you're, you know, a good friend. You know, sometimes I have to put on, I, I don't know. I think I don't have to, but like it's natural for right. you to put on like this, like this, like. Um, Welcome like to turn the up show. your volume a little bit. Yeah, just to be present, you know, more presentable to like someone that you just met. But I'm like, all right, Danny's not going to judge me if he already had time to do that. <laughs> oh, nah, dude, I'm I'm just like way too busy admiring the the freaking board back there, man. You know, you know, I've been getting barreled recently, right? Yo, yo, you know what's funny? Um, I uh, don't surf. <laughs> Uh, no, I I, 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 I I know the story 100. Uh, okay, I, I already told you that. I think I told you that. I think you said that in a video already. It's yeah. it, I want to have a house at the beach. I surf I surf once or twice a year, but it's definitely it's like more of like a yeah. It's more of you know it's like you you know you know you know what is that a map of? Is that a map of Hawaii back there? Yeah, it's Maui County. Okay, so that actually makes more sense because it, it applies to your. If it was like a map of like Australia, it would be like that board for me back there. Ah, <laughs> oh, no, dude, that's the Maldives back there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, nah, right. I live. Uh, I live right here. Okay, cool. So, like, it's you wake up in the in the morning and you look at that and you're like, "Where am I going today?" <laughs> you would think, but I, I thought in buying this map, I'd like put like thumbtacks. I'm like, okay, I hit this part of the island, this part of the yeah. island, and then nothing. I I never oh, look yeah. at it. Nah, it's just a prop in the background at this point. <laughs> Yo, sh- sh- should I take my surfboard out of the background of my videos? Is it giving off the wrong message? No, I think. It gives us the right message that you're you're you super down to just chill. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's the vibe. I'm totally. So I've been I've been out surfing. I just so I'm shooting a surfing documentary, like a, a large scale one. So in preparation, I want to learn how to surf and just like be a part of the culture. And so I'm borrowing a friend's surfboard, and I've been out there three times now, just like uh, in the past two weeks. And dude, it is surfing is. The hardest thing I have ever done. I'm like a great athlete. I thought this would be a no-brainer. Like, yeah, I'll just like get it out on the waves. Like, I I can. I'm good at paddling. I'm like good in the water. I'm super good balance. I'll just hop right up. No, I'm just 
basically out there surviving for 30 minutes at a time on the water until i need to get back to shore for a break that's literally it (laughs) well you're in hawaii so are the waves are they are the waves extra lit lit? like i feel like it's probably a challenging place there's obviously places that you can stir for it's like you know it's wild yeah six to ten feet all the time but I mean, I'm I'm in the harbor, like with the okay. the, the Groms. So they, they they're approach they're approachable waves. It, yeah, it's, I mean, it's like white water. It's like yeah, <laughs> bro, it's like it's, the Jersey Shore. It is so humbling, especially when like you yeah. feel like feel like you you know you got one, and then you just face plant, <laughs> and you're just like, what am I doing out here? Yeah, dude, or you're like paddling dude. super hard, and you go to stand up, and the wave just passes you. <laughs> yeah yeah oh my gosh dude it's i mean it's such a i have i i admire like i could sit there when there's like good surfers out there i could sit there and watch them all day it's yeah it's such a cool thing it's like i, I love like solo sports where people have to like go and just it's just like them right. versus like everything yeah. else uh and just like the 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 can you know the the guts to continue to show up like you have to mess up it's like stand-up comedy like you have to mess up a lot to get good (laughs) at at surfing yeah absolutely it's so crazy too that you have to like it's a sport where you have to rely a hundred percent on just like the possibility of a good wave coming in mother (laughs) nature just like yeah just like yeah yeah that that's cool too it's like this collaboration with yeah, just like is is there going to be <laughs> yeah a shift in the water that right. is going to let me ride it? Yeah, it's yeah. A, it's a, it, it's a is fun. there is there a sport out there that relies more on Mother Nature than surfing? I, I think only probably water related ones, like maybe sailing, but not i don't think not as much as surfing cause kind of, yeah but in like the realm yeah. of like cool sports that people <laughs> <laughs> not that like oh, sailing's oh, not oh, cool oh but it's just my like, bad yeah 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 oh like I wanna, cool, I wanna, like, like like sports you would tell someone about yeah. that you participate in Yo, it, and yeah, if you are yeah, a sailor yeah. like i totally apologize but hopefully you yeah, have a it, sense of humor <laughs> you do cooler cooler stuff than tom and i if you're a sailor yeah, so. yeah, yeah. we're just jealous Dude, that would be hard to, to say at a party like yo what do you do <laughs> sail <laughs> <laughs> it's like oh sick dude you, you got the the jibs <laughs> yeah yeah so speaking of speaking of i'll be curious about this so say you go to a barbecue in right. hawaii what the and someone says, "Hey, man!" And there's someone that you want to talk to, not someone that you don't want to talk to. There's someone that you want to talk to, and they say, "Hey, man, what do you do?" <laughs> you know that question. Yeah, How do yeah. you respond? Well, first things first. Let's not confuse the audience in allowing them to assume that I would ever go to a social function. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> let's just say, if someone asked me to come to a barbecue, I would. Probably make up an excuse of why I can't <laughs> all right, go. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> but if your I did have to go, <laughs> your girlfriend invites a friend over this meeting for the first time, and yeah, they ask yeah. you, "You're cornered yeah. now." <laughs> so, so you're in that situation. You're usually kind of like um, cornered by Gen Pop, the general public. <laughs> so, in that situation, like in like no shape or form am i gonna bring up the fact that i make a living on youtube like that (laughs) that is gonna miss 99.9 percent of the people at this function so it's not even worth like trying to describe it or like semi-embarrassing yourself in the process of doing so so i usually just say i'm 
uh, film director. Like I cool. direct commercials and documentaries. Yeah. People then then go, oh, have I seen have I seen any of your your movies? I'm like, ah, probably not. <laughs> yeah. right, so no. do you watch a lot of commercials? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. So, and, and I think that's valid. I think that that question it can easily get into a space, even though you don't want it to, because I find myself doing that. Like if I ever talk about my like side hustle stuff that I do, like like <laughs> this or like you know the the video like the side passion stuff, I find myself like getting defensive, like explaining why I do it for people that are more gen pop and like don't get it, and I don't yeah, like yeah. that feeling because I love what I do, but I'm like I don't right. need to to defend it to anybody. Yeah, you're like downplaying it a little bit. You're like ah oh, yeah, it's just like <laughs> yeah 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 yeah. Meanwhile. <laughs> Doggy, I'm out here popping. What's up? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, seriously, that's like, but like, that's why like you and I are, are close friends because like yeah. we're the few people in our lives that we can talk about like what we actually do, and the other person gets it. <laughs> like, yeah, it yeah, feels similar. good to talk about it, and you're not like in your own head about it. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's fun though. It's it's fun. So I have my answers, my go-to answers, like to to like yeah, just. Yeah, I um I do videos <laughs> or like I <laughs> I make I make home videos and someone yeah. pays me and I don't get it but whatever. Uh Yeah. So so I, you, go ahead. So I uh, like <laughs> like my neighbor downstairs when I met him like very blue collar, not like in the art world at all, yeah. like very like in his own ways. Asked me what I did. I told him I didn't even like feel like taking the step of saying I'm like a director. So I just said, I make videos for a living. He's like, oh, so you're on TikTok? I'm like, oh, Jesus. <laughs> like, that could have gone any more wrong. <laughs> like, now I'm not on TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Uh, yeah, yeah. Th- that's funny. I might start going to that. Like, I'm a sailor or just straight up. No, nah, just TikTok straight yeah, up. Yeah. Like, I'm a, I'm a full-blown maybe, maybe, TikToker. <laughs> maybe if we say we're a sailor, it'll, it'll pass yeah, off yeah, a little yeah, more yeah, smoothly. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> So, so you were talking a little bit ago on the phone call before a subject came up about the the goat YouTuber, the oh, the dude, guy, yeah. one of the best storytellers ever, Casey Neistat, and it's it's like I feel like this guy, like you know, everyone's talked about him before, but it's still yeah. it's fun to know that someone like you, you knew about his world, but more recently right. you decided to fully go into and dive into his, a lot of his old content and really get into the world of Casey Neistat. Uh, yeah. So tell me, what do you, how do you feel about the, the man, the man Casey Neistat, and what, what is one thing that you've learned about his storytelling style um, that that you admire? Yeah. So so when I like first started filmmaking, I was like, you no. Know, all I cared about was like the art of filmmaking, like the, the how it looked and like it had to be like lit perfectly and have this like moody cinematic tone. So when like I first like discovered or I didn't discover for yeah, lack yeah, yeah. of a better term, discovered yeah, yeah. Casey Neistat. He, Danny, when he was first You put listen, you put him on the mat and we can yeah. just get that out in the front. All right, all right. Yeah, so when I came across this kid, I, I, I knew he had I knew he had the, the talent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When, when uh, when you when you when yeah when one of his videos was suggested to you and you, yeah, yeah you knew yeah. that the guy was buzzing you 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 said what like you were like yeah this is I looked too at it I was for like, me right now yeah, yeah I was like this looks terrible like I don't care yeah. about this like I'm just gonna turn this off like 
never thought about Casey Neistat or like heard anything about him. And then as I started to like develop more into the YouTube world and start to drift away from being a traditional filmmaker, uh, like I was watching a lot of vlogs and like stuff like that and started to get into it. And then I had like seen other people's vlogging. I had seen other people's YouTube channels and I was like, Oh, like kind of need something else to watch. Like I've, I've heard, good things about Casey Neistat, who's like the king of, of vlogging himself. I might as well go and watch some videos. And I started at like video one, just like watching on as he progressed. And this guy's like, like I've seen so many YouTubers who I thought were awesome. And the reason they're even like good at what they do is because of Casey Neistat. Like he trailblazed for everyone. He's just like his ability to, to connect through a camera and disconnect from everything that is happening around him just to like make it a normal experience for the two of you in his world is just unmatched. And it is unmatched. I don't know. I'm having so much fun watching his channel and just like living this experience that so many people have followed along like five years ago or whatever, whenever it was. Yeah. Yeah. And when you said that, it was like exciting to me. Because it, it one, I I I totally agree with you. And like the, his ability to, you know, he was using like, a Canon seventy D, and yeah. he was popping. Like like he was, every single day he was running around with a Canon seventy D, and then it was like an eighty D, and then like you yeah. kind of you see the progression of of the technology that he was using, and what he was so masterful at is doing something and making it look easy but it the way he was able to tell a story and uh as consistently as he was able to the way he was able to connect with just like regular everyday things is really hard (laughs) Mm -hmm. it's like really hard like i feel like if you could throw him in any room and be like hey make this an eight eight minutes of entertainment (laughs) and he's someone that i'd put my money on he'd be able to do it better than anyone in the world totally it's just it's like if if anyone's ever vlogged before in a in a public space, like you 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 have this confidence going in, and as soon as you get to that public spot, it is so hard to do <laughs> anything. Like you just shut down. Like as a human being, you're you're no longer funny. You're no longer confident. You're just like forcing something. But for some yeah. reason, he has something in his brain that just like when he goes out in the public, nothing. Ha- changes for him like nothing it's just as good as if he was just like you know just like in his house alone yes so so uh that it's funny that you started in in the space where everything was super um you were the way that you were diving into the world of video creating or becoming a director everything was um, super dialed in, you know, from the lighting to the technical aspect. And, and it's cool because you've mastered that now. And now you're like, I think on your channel, you're doing a really good job of like kind of merging the world of like a, vo- a vlogger behind the scenes and then bringing the technical side to your audience. Now, yeah. I, want, I, I want the framing of this conversation, if we can, to be towards that person that is it feels like they've mastered a creative craft, whether it's photography, um, um, directing, graphic design, whatever. They have this like this skill set, this knowledge that they now want to build a YouTube channel from. 
They want to create on YouTube and they want to share their world. So that that's who we're talking to, just so we know like the lens of this conversation. Right. I should have said that at the beginning. We're about 15 minutes in, but whatever. <laughs> um, um, but so I want to talk about, and I'm curious if, if we can, and we can shut it down if we want, um, the wild, wild west of monetization as a creator. It's, it's weird. It's murky. People try to take advantage of you. So we don't need to go into the specifics of like how much and where, but it would be cool to kind of look at like the sequence of like, you know, where you started experimenting and, and, and kind of go up the ladder to where you're at now, whether it started with like LUTs and, right. uh, you know, merch or, or just AdSense or, or whatever. And then look at each one and, and maybe look at just one thing that you learned and like what thing, what something you might do different or just something you learned in that process. Yeah. So I'll, I'll start by like, just like taking you through the journey of when like it started to like make money. So I, when I obviously when you first start, no money involved and then AdSense starts to pick up once you get monetized and that's kind of like the first bit of money that you start to see and it was like $10 a month like what like for some reason you know I could make a thousand dollars being a DP for a day on a shoot didn't care I made $10 from YouTube and that was like the most exciting thing in the entire world for some reason yeah so so then that involved into uh like all right, people started to trust me and like uh, recommending gear, like filmmaking gear, and that goes into Amazon affiliate links. Posting, you know, this was shot on, or like you, you kind of like. Uh, so the way Amazon works is you, they don't have to buy that specific product that you linked as long as they clicked it, and then they can go out and, and kind of buy something on Amazon. Yes. And you still get that money because you directed them first to Amazon. So you kind of like turned into best camera for shooting video just like a, a clickbaity amazon affiliate link just so people would click it and then they go and buy baby diapers and yeah, yeah i yeah. somehow received <laughs> money for that so that grew uh so at that point it was ad revenue and affiliate links still like obviously not making enough money to yeah. support myself yeah, but you're but you're in the process. You're kind of you're learning that like okay, the more attention I'm able to create, the, you know, the more clicks there are. <laughs> like you're right. kind of getting like the sense of, of right. you know how to monetize in the digital space. Totally, yeah. It's like passive income, but not really because <laughs> like in order to make it like clickable, you have to post like you have to work constantly engaging <laughs> videos for yeah, people yeah. to see those links to be clicked. Yeah, but uh, no, it was cool to see like oh well, like. You know, this video did well, and because this video did well, it got a lot of clicks on affiliate links, uh, more ad revenue from YouTube. So, yeah, obviously, attention to to what attention to what you're doing is feeding those revenue streams. And then further along is when LUTs came into play. Like I saw other people selling LUTs. Uh, I never really used LUTs a ton myself, just because. And I was a nerd and learned how to color grade myself <laughs> at the beginning. <laughs> Why yeah, would yeah. anyone learn how to color grade when you just slap a LUT on? You know, but I was that guy that actually learned. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. Uh, and I was the guy I, buying the LUTs. <laughs> yeah, which yeah. there's nothing. I yeah. used to think there was something wrong with it, just because I I was putting all this time in, and like I felt like everyone else was cheating the system, but like work smarter, not harder. Yeah, right? yeah. Do what so, you gotta do. so I was just like a little petty for no reason. And, uh, yeah, so 
I, I was like, uh, I was going back and forth. Like, should I sell Lutz? It kind of seems like a cop out or not. Like, I think you should just like learn how the color grade. Then like, as I matured and, and saw that not everyone is a dork like me, like it's a totally okay. Like your color grade is not the end all be all at the end of the day. Yeah. Like I, I started to realize like nothing matters except for the story. Like you can enhance mm. the story as much as you want. Like, no one can tell the story the way you tell a story. So you might as well like sell these color grading LUTs and like help other people who don't want to spend the time to learn how to color grade. It'll help their films and you make some money uh, doing so at the same time. So I started creating LUTs and putting those uh, into my videos. And like after like I'd post like a commercial, I'd be like, this was uh, color graded with my LUTs. And you go through selfie and, and click the lots that I created and got some money in return. Yeah, yeah. I feel like lots are the um, lots are the uh, are are to the filmmaker what Jordans are to Jordan. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like 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 I feel like a lot of people, like especially me, like I'd, I'd watch a video like you know of yours, or I, I think you know there's a couple of people you know bigger filmmaker YouTubers that. I'd be like, yeah. oh, they that was a really cool video. If I just have their LUT, I'll be it'll yeah, be right. I'll be able to make it just like them. Like totally. if I have Jordan shoes, I'll be able to play just like right. them. <laughs> yeah, and that's the thing, that's another reason I felt kind of guilty about it. Like it gives off this facade that people are going to buy these LUTs, slap them on their videos, and it's gonna look exactly like your your film yeah. did. And that's just not the case ninety-nine percent of the time because you know you're shooting with different cameras, different lighting you know, different techniques, different exposure, like nothing is ever going to be exactly the same. And just slapping on like a preset made for a very specific frame isn't going to necessarily translate over. Yeah. But I always like mention in my, you know, the selfie stores, like these are not end all be all solutions, the color grading, like you're going to have to make tweaks. So that makes me feel better doing like a little debriefing. Totally. uh, Totally. And, and the other thing is too, any little bit that a creator can, um, have to feel more confident is 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 right. a benefit to them right so like even if it's just like it makes them feel more confident about sharing that right. it's like like cool like it, it's helping their process in some way and uh, i think unlike a lot of other youtubers creators like you know you're putting that little disclaimer in there like hey like you got to use these right for, for them to be able right. to work so yeah i think i think you did your part on that so right. so you have the lots and it, it's kind of like are you are you saying like buy now in those videos or are you just like kind of throwing them in the nah, link in I just the description? Put the link in. Yeah, I I've, I'm like I hate selling things like <laughs> yeah. It's like my least favorite part. Like my least favorite part about YouTube is like I'm now like technically an a influencer. <laughs> but it's like I don't like I don't love being in front of the camera. It's actually my least favorite part about YouTube. But it allows me to be able to go out and, and like connect with people, yeah. build an audience and also like pursue the, the projects that I want to pursue as someone behind the camera. So that's why my face is constantly in front of everyone. But yeah, I, I hate like associating like my face with like a selling of something. Yep. I just always, always feel weird about it for some reason. And, uh, yeah, so I, I tried to make it as less intruding on your life as physically possible. <laughs> but as uh, but as I grew into like uh, relying more heavily on YouTube, 
that obviously comes with like taking on brand sponsorships and adding to the monetization side of things through like ad reads and ad integrations, which when you're doing those, it's kind of hard to avoid the, you know, 30 second ad break of me talking about a specific product <laughs> and feeling like a used car salesman a little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, when you the first one that you got with that, and and who who did they reach out to you, or were you like actively looking for? You know, did you narrow down like five brands? I want to work with these people. But nah, I didn't reach nah. out to anybody. Nah, I think it just came organically. Build like, it, uh, and, and they come, baby. <laughs> yeah, because because for me, I was never, I wasn't relying heavily on YouTube until it really became a like a. I didn't leave uh, the traditional filmmaking route until I was making more money on YouTube than I was in my traditional uh, world of filmmaking that I was in. So, uh, yeah, I I wasn't, like, reaching out to anyone. Everything was just kind of coming organically. When you started doing it, because I feel like fans on YouTube, they're starting to get it a little bit more that, yeah. oh, the, the, he need like these guys need these brand deals in order right. to be able to pump out the content at this at this quality and and quantity that they're that they're doing um yeah. how did your audience receive it when you started doing brand deals i don't I don't think they care at all <laughs> it's like which is Got so it. funny like I That's care awesome. so much but yeah i I like never see any comments about like people judging me <laughs> or like yeah, and for some reason it still just like internally hurts me. <laughs> like, yeah. like doing it but i know for a fact like like i, I have an awesome community and everyone's like super supportive uh, of what i'm doing i mean at the end of the day like i'm i'm giving out so much free help and, and advice and like uh in like people's filmmaking careers like should i feel guilty of like making a little bit of money absolutely not so i don't think they they care at all a hundred percent and i believe that if you do it right and I think you do do it right with with what you uh, the you know the way I've seen you do integrations with um it's it's Milanote or how do you pronounce Milanote. it yeah Milanote Milanote and Storyblocks, um, it's everyone wins like I yeah. I want to like I if if you're doing it right and that's the beauty of like someone like you you're working in a world where you have to use a lot of resources to create right. this content. From equipment mm-hmm. to platforms, and uh, if you, if you do it right, you know you, people want to hear from you about what what it is that you're using, and the brands want you to tell the people, and then you need money to, to be able to do the stuff. So, like, right. I mean, I think it's like the coolest way to uh, to you know align yourself with with a brand and get paid is like through the creator route like right i mean i made that video about like tv commercials and and billboards and stuff like that and like people are kind of like no one really loves them um you know and you'll fast forward if you can or you just won't look at the billboard but like people are kind of desensitized to them now and i think that people are getting kind of that way with with brand deals on youtube and tiktok they're just like oh like yeah like yeah they're gonna do it like that's it's there you know i'm not even mad anymore mm-hmm yeah, absolutely. Uh, so, um, when you can we talk about uh, if you don't, if we can go as far as into the subject as well because this is fascinating to me. Like, I, I like I know that it's probably challenging when you're first discovering this and you're like trying to like like is is YouTube a viable path? Like, at what point did you feel that 
YouTube would be of like you could put more attention into YouTube than film than you know being a traditional commercial director. Yeah, I, so I I was like going down the traditional cinematographer route, so I wasn't like you know I was shooting I was as a cinematographer you're in charge of like all things visual but you're not necessarily in charge of like the story the creative or like have control after the project's done and i don't know i just like i i wasn't in love with like you know taking feedback from clients and directors and like seeing the fin- the finished product and it's just like Ugh, like that kind of stunk so yeah. at the end of the day it was kind of just feeling like a a paycheck like uh, like everyone's just like shooting moody cinematic stuff. Like I was good at that. So are a bunch of other people. But <laughs> past that, like I wasn't leaving a mark on the world, you know. Yeah. So uh, I don't know. I was just like a sim- simultaneously doing the YouTube thing. I was having a ton of fun doing it. It was starting to gain traction. Like people, I was starting to build an audience. People cared. I was like, well, like if I want to like create my own projects, like traditional routes not the way to go like i'm like i would there's so many like hurdles like there's no audience to like post a a passion project to like you spend all your own money and all your own time on a passion project and you go to post it and there's nobody out there watching it unless you miraculously get like accepted into a film festival which is you know very close to impossible to get into like the major ones then it's like i don't know it's just like I always were having to rely on like other people in the industry to get you forward. Whereas YouTube, it wasn't like that. There was just like a community of people who love seeing what you're doing. We're happy to help support you in any way. And it felt like it was something that like, I always use the, the metaphor. It was like a ship that was, that was sailing and sailing metaphor it was sailing and uh like if i didn't jump on the ship it was just gonna keep on sailing without me like it was here right now while the traditional filmmaking route was always gonna be there if i ever decided to go back into it like it wasn't going anywhere it wasn't changing but the youtube thing like it's kind of you know this one-way ticket that that was leaving right now so once the the financials started to match up and it made sense for for me to jump ship. It was kind of a no brainer to kind of, you know, take on this new quest of YouTube filmmaking versus this traditional one. Just I saw so many more options of what I could potentially do, and I also kind of felt like I was like a trailblazer in a way. Like there, there's filmmaking YouTubers, uh, you know, who are great with cameras. You know, you got your Peter, awesome, Maddie, awesome, but there wasn't many people who were like trying to still create like traditional documentaries and like do traditional filmmaking and rely on the YouTube community versus, uh, you know, the, the traditional path. So I don't know. It's kind of cool to have, you know, me and a very small handful of people are like the kind of the guinea pigs of that realm of it. Yeah. And I, and honestly, man, I, you know, seeing you from afar, but then also seeing how you operate, it's been, it's been so fun to watch. I mean, you and I have made videos together. We 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 yeah. rewatched your first video. Uh, <laughs> I remember when you were just kind of getting started, uh, and we were connecting. And it's like it, it's been inspiring to me to see <laughs> it unfold. And then, 
you know, every now and then you'll share your little wins, uh, you know, people you connected with in the process, like little opportunities <laughs> that, that, that are not big opportunities that, that come your way. Um, I'm curious, it, there, there's a couple of things that you discussed there. One, the community that you're building. Can you talk, is there any, dude, I'm telling, I promise you, there are very few, if we use the word community, um, communities out there that are as, like, as, as, as strong as yours. For, like, uh, people are, like, your comment section is like, <laughs> is like, honestly, it is a force to be reckoned with. Like, how did you, if you can distill that, if you, I mean, I, you might not be able to, but like, is there one thing that you feel like you might have done that, that has, has helped, like, encourage the strength of your, your community? I, I think like at the, the core of every, like, YouTube video I've ever made, I just like, have kept it real, you know? Yeah. I just and, like, from, from the recognize. jump, like, yeah, like, it's, like, I think most people, like, don't see me as someone, like, looking for, like, YouTube fame. Like, they just see me <laughs> yeah, as, like... Yeah, they're like, you know, they're, like, he's, like, being forced to do this guy. <laughs> like, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Uh, like, he's, like, literally doing this for us. Like, he's not... Right. He doesn't... Like, he said he doesn't want to be on camera, but he's, like, he's, like, putting himself out there <laughs> for our benefit. Yeah, yeah. I'm, like, I'm, like, just, like, a, the a member of the group that's just like sacrificed themselves, you know, I'm like D district 11 or whatever it is from hunger games. And I'm just like, all right guys, I'll fucking do it. You know? <laughs> yeah. That's, that's funny. That's really funny. No, I, I think, I think too, you're, uh, you do a good job of, of like keeping it real, you know, making fun of yourself, like self, some self deprecating humor. Just, I mean, even, even in the, uh, what was the video I was watching today? I think it was the breakdown of the of the dog commercial you did and you just like you you, you do it in a way re, where you like teach and then you do like subtle nods that like just your audience would like are like inside jokes to your audience <laughs> it, it feels like if you know what it feels like because I, I, I do this for my day job like i'll send screen shares to people i work with just to kind of explain things and i talk to them like very matter-of-factly very like just like conversational style yeah and like that's what your videos are like like in the video you're like you joke you're like and the writing on this video was incredible. Wonder who did that? <laughs> you know, what I'm saying? Like, like that. That's a little moment that is just like, you know, if, if you read a manual on like how to be a YouTuber, like that's not in there, right? But that's right. just like these little nuances that you add that like allow your audience to just connect with your experience even more. Yeah. The, go ahead. It's just like who I am, like as a human being too. I just like kind of eventually learned to just like bring that into my YouTube videos. Like I'm not like. I'm not, like, the funniest person, like, at all. Like, I'm never the funniest person in the room, but, like, I'm, like, I, like, see the world in such a real manner sometimes that it's funny. <laughs> I know yeah, no, if I no, just, no. like, say I, something. I, you, do, like, you do. You do. You're very direct. You, like, you have, you have, like, a stance on a lot of subjects, and you're very direct <laughs> on it. And, <laughs> and here's the thing. A lot of people are that way, but you don't hold back. So you just like kind of say it, and I think your audience like really, really connects with that. Yeah, yeah. I'll say it, but I also like I won't like try to defend my argument too hard. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like right, I know I'm not right. right. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Totally. Uh, it's all and it's all in the delivery too. Like some people yeah. like can get away with that and just like yeah, this is what I think. Like yeah. yeah also, know as like as a filmmaker, like 
I know exactly what it's like to like go out and shoot something. Like I know it sucks. <laughs> you know, it's like it, like the fun part is when you sit back and you look at your finished product. You're like, oh man, like that wasn't so bad. Like I did a great job. But like while you're shooting, it is the worst thing in the world. And like not enough people talk about like just like the brutalness of like like in my 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 one breakdown of shooting multiple videos recently you know i start the video off like just laying on the ground like oh great like see what i'm shooting today <laughs> like or in another video i'm going out the door to shoot and i'm like i would yeah. literally rather do anything other than go out that, and shoot this video yeah. because that's how i feel like for some reason like you know <laughs> before i go out and shoot I would literally rather change my career than go out and shoot this thing. <laughs> Yo, and then, like, funny. on the shoot, I, like, you know, I, like, I started to get back into rhythm of things. I'm like, oh, this is, this is fun. <laughs> you know? but yeah. I know I know yeah, exactly man. what it's like to, like, go out and be a creative in this world. Now, t- tell me the, the key. Yeah, like, I have so many questions. Like, I, I like where we're going with this conversation. You, you talked about, uh, I'm curious when it, comes to um working on like you, know, you shot with little dicky you shot big commercials you shot with kevin durant you've shot with like a lot of big names you've been yeah. on massive sets um i'm curious like is there like what, what what's the main difference for you from like a creative standpoint when it comes to like going from start to finish on your youtube channel and like yeah. that's a project that's a creative project you know for w- one video or being hired to go do a Kevin Durant commercial, like like from a like it's cool the star power, but yeah. like what is like the like out of like what you're getting out of it from like a creative standpoint, like what's the difference? Yeah, it, again, like it's bringing my personality into like my shooting style. Like uh, on these huge sets, it's like you know fifty people doing nothing. You know, there's <laughs> me and the director are the only people doing something. And then, you know, you're, you're going through and like, let's go, <laughs> you're trying to shoot something and like the makeup artist like stops the shoot and like has to oh, come in, like man. fix like, like a blemish that was like totally unnoticeable. And there's like, there's they, like they 10 minutes conversation like they're, they're about, important. yeah, yeah, yeah. there's 10 minutes conversation about like, Ooh, what if they walk in from that direction versus, versus a couple inches on the left? Yeah. You know, when, when I go and sh- shoot like my my videos for myself and my youtube videos and, and you know when i one man band stuff it's like that's good enough you know <laughs> like all right next <laughs> yeah. shot like i don't care like no one cares yeah, like at the end yeah, of the day like no one no one is sitting there watching your video like pausing each frame like should have put the coke can further to the left or like no yeah it's like and it's so at the end nice of the day to- like a video video is about like how it makes you feel and like uh like what it leaves you with, not necessarily like what actually happened in the video itself. So I don't know. I'd rather just like go out there, have fun with the camera than just like overthink everything and just be like, have like one, one scene take a full day versus like I'd shoot the whole video in a day, you know? Yeah, dude, that was the, that's the biggest hangup for me. I've worked on like, you know, a small percentage of those sizes of of shoots, but that's what it felt like. It felt like every like decision, if there was like something that needed to happen on the fly, it had to go through like so many different people. Right, yeah. There's so many decision makers. It's so slow. It's like 
it, it doesn't it, i'm like this doesn't make sense like there's these kids on the internet like going from idea to publish and they're right. connecting with hundreds of thousands of people yeah. and right. and they're and and like yeah everyone and everyone on those things they want to prove their worth of like why they need to be there so that's why everyone's kind of chiming in and they right. want to like be heard and yeah there's um, like this weird like political structure to it yeah I don't know. Yeah, yeah. So you don't miss you don't you don't miss that that much. No, I hated it. <laughs> I, I literally I couldn't stand it like at all. <laughs> like yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, I'll, like it, I'll, I'll, I'll I like follow a bunch of like big directors and cinematographers and stuff, and they always like post pictures on set. It's like fifty people and like headsets on and like these huge yeah. equipment things, like this huge camera built out with like all these accessories that has the same exact image quality as like this little tiny camera that I'm just like running around like being super mobile with. So it's just like at the, I just felt like everything was such a facade all the time. I don't know. Now, now have you felt any pushback from? like the traditionalist from that world of you know you becoming a youtuber and if yeah. you and and has it and how to how have you dealt with it and do you just not care <laughs> uh like that was like my biggest fear jumping into youtube was that I'd yeah be like, canceled within the traditional filmmaking realm but like <laughs> they'd walk I, like, around with like danny crossed out shirts <laughs> yeah. and, like, and, like, <laughs> and, like i like you know i, I moved to to maui far away i like uh i don't really like sit on instagram that much anymore like i don't really know like i don't know if anyone cares like i don't think anyone okay. does care <laughs> like, I, <laughs> like no one sent me like hate mail or anything <laughs> no, no, no one you never seen like a comment where with some like random dude saying like a real filmmaker wouldn't be on youtube you know <laughs> i like that i like don't really nah. get like those comments well that's cool like, those guys like aren't even on watching YouTube videos. You know? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they're, like, the, they're, the easy, they're looking the easy, at a photo book from 1950 yo, to get references. Yo, yo, you know what's funny? <laughs> I did a I did a TikTok recently, and I've been pop, I've been doing, having a lot of fun on TikTok just because like nothing matters on TikTok, yeah. and I, I made the video about. Um, teaching on TikTok and like and like I knew it was people were gonna get mad, but I was like teaching on TikTok versus being a college professor, <laughs> and 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 I knew and I wanted someone to respond, and like the point was being that like you get attention on TikTok, like you get seen, yeah. and the and like people would comment there, and, and 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 like I'm setting them up to say like to be able to respond and say yeah but you saw my video and you didn't see the random professor from your local college video today <laughs> you know right. basically like like yeah. the point is getting the message across and connecting with people and Absolutely. and uh, i think i think uh people just got to find the the format that works for them and and totally. go for it yeah um, and like like so it was like sky's the limit of what i could do with youtube like i like i have a really cool documentary that i'm in the beginning processes of and like if i was still in the traditional like filmmaking world i would have to like somehow raise money to shoot this have to like shoot it while i'm shooting like all these like commercial stuff like getting my just like stressing myself out uh like i wouldn't have the flexibility of like shooting on like a weird documentary schedule then when it was like finished like I would have to like enter in the festival. Like I wouldn't have an audience to share it with. Like I wouldn't know people like now I, because of YouTube, I know people at Netflix. Like, like I wouldn't, it'd be such a harder route to get through. There's so much more politics and like, 
things the the hoop through in the traditional film film industry to get like a feature length passion documentary made but on this youtube side like all these brands that i'm working with like they would be totally down to to support a project like that as long as they're a part of it in some way which is super easy because most of the brands that I'm working with that are helping support my channel are brands I actually use, you know. Middle note, I actually use them for pre-production, music bed. I, like, exclusively use music bed music. Like, it's great stuff. It's high-quality music. And, like, like having them just being like, oh, yeah, like, we'd love to be a part of it. Go do your thing. Like, here, here's money. And, like, go run wild with it. It is, like, this, like, cheat code in the film industry that I, I feel like I found like, uh, I can make my passion projects and like do all this, these cool films that I actually care about without having like, Oh, having to jump through a black hole pretty much. Yep. And then, and have to, uh, have to wait long. You know, if you yeah, get uh, that like, Netflix show, like that comes out in like a year and a half, like you get to yeah. just see this idea through from the jump, own the platform, right. Publish it to your audience, get right. real time reaction. When you so this this surfing do, is it surfing documentaries the one that you're talking about? Right. Yeah. Uh, you're going to be posting that on your YouTube channel. Uh, well, maybe. Uh, okay. So I have the option to do that, but also like so I re- I do like even though I I'm not in the traditional filmmaking world I do like want to prove that you know you can like like get your be on the the main page of Netflix with a documentary or something. So. Ooh, ooh, ooh! I like so, that. But like, if Netflix doesn't like it, I still have a huge, like, awesome audience to share with. So it's like, it's not the yeah. end of the world. And 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 the thing is, if you did that, it would be good content for YouTube to talk about how you got it on on Netflix. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So everyone wins. Yeah, um, yeah. It's like, yeah, it's the whole plan. Like, shoot the P- BTS of it, like. So, so with Milanote, um, when you when when you have you just did the the concept with the the music artists and you, you shot a couple of music videos for them and I've seen the whole rollout where where it's like yeah. an integration with them. Do you pitch that concept to them and say, "Hey, this is what I want to do"? Like, how does that yeah. how does that sort of process work for them to like clear the creative for yeah, for their so, brand uh, integration? Yeah, Melano reached out and was like, hey, like, this is our, our product. Like, we'd love to, like, uh, work with you in some capacity, whether it's, like, an ad read or, like, whatever. I, I, like, checked out the product. I was like, well, this is this is awesome. This is something I would actually probably use. And I started using it. And I was like, oh, this is, like, definitely something I'm going to use, like, uh, going down the road. So I had this plan of bringing out uh, two of my friends who, you know, who are musicians out to Maui to A, just hang out and see, and see my friends and B, also like get to make cool music videos for them for that both supports them and supports the YouTube channel. So I had this like idea in my head and I was like, oh, this could be like a perfect like uh, brand to sponsor it. So I messaged uh, John at Milano and I was like, hey man, like I laid out the idea, like let me know what you think about it. And he, he messaged me back and I mean, not all brands would be down, but he happened to be like a cool person, a cool, like the right sponsorship for this particular idea. And he's like, Oh, totally. Like this is the exact like kind of creative idea that we want to use and like have our company featured on. So we worked out a budget and then 
ended up happening. <laughs> Dude, that's awesome. And they're just yeah. like, um, when I'm just, uh, you don't have to go like, so when you make the final video, do you have to like say, like, or it doesn't have to be just with them, other, maybe other brand integrations. Do they ask to yeah. see it before you publish it? Yeah, they, they do. They do ask to see it, but like a lot of times it's like, they look at it and are just like trying to make sure, you know, you're not like, you're, you're you know, not breaking doing anything. something offensive or, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. you know, like, I mean, <laughs> my videos aren't like, uh, breaking <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not like that at all. Yeah, like yeah. if you know if Logan Paul was like shooting a middle no commercial, maybe they want to take a yeah, second yeah. look at it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> totally, <laughs> but, uh, totally. Yeah, yeah. But no, they, they usually just mess down back. the middle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they never ask for feedback or anything. But uh, um, yeah, it, it's been cool. It's like hey, like Milnote's been able to sponsor the series. This is how we use the product. This is what we did. Like, uh, yeah, no, honestly, man, I think the way that you, the reason I'm, I'm going into it is because, I mean, you and I talk about this kind of casually, like some, some of these certain, um, right. like relationships, but I think it's so cool because it, like I said at the beginning, it's kind of the wild, wild west. And I think that they're mm -hmm. like, there's becoming more and more like best practices around working with brands. And, uh, it's just kind of cool to right. see you kind of like, in a way like in, that makes sense for your brand like integrating right. these 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 brands into your conversation totally. and like every time i see it like i'm like yeah like like story blocks is top of mind because of the videos that that you know i i watch of yours right uh, the the one thing that i wanted to, I, before it, it, it escapes me you, you talked about how the, the community is getting stronger and uh, and i know that you would never entirely brag about it on your own but uh, are there are there any bigger YouTubers that have reached out to you and and given you any any maybe um uh it maybe adv advice around or or just like little tidbits a totally. uh, little feedback about your channel that that you would like to share? Yeah, totally. Uh, I'm a huge like YouTube fanboy. Like I watch YouTube videos every day. Like I love like other creators so much. Yeah. So like, I mean, the reason I got into like the filmmaking niche of YouTube is because of Peter McKinnon, Maddie Hapoya, YC Imaging, like, and like all these guys have eventually like reached out to me. Uh, like, Maddie and I are now like really close friends. Like, me and Maddie like text all the time, and he's he is literally like the greatest guy. Like, he's like like you couldn't like draw up a better human being, and like he's like. I consider him a friend now, someone who I used to watch and fanboy over and like someone who helped me get into filmmaking, uh, definitely spe specifically at the beginning of my career and like seeing what he was doing. So, uh, yeah, it, it's cool. He's, he's definitely helped me with, uh, like monetizing my channel and like giving me advice as well. So like not all my, my YouTube ideas are just came from me <laughs> and me alone. Yeah. He's definitely like ha has given me advice and all. And then, uh, you know, like Peter McKinnon DM me one time and I was crap my pants. He's like, you know, Peter's just like the coolest dude of all time. Uh, yeah. You know? Yeah, dude. Yeah. He's, he's awesome. And like, I hope to one day hang out with him in Toronto and then, yeah, like the filmmaking niche, like all these guys just kind of like embraced me with open arms, which, is, so which cool. was really cool to see. And, uh, yeah, like Matt Diavella, <laughs> like, like, so like when I think of like, somebody who helped me like grow as like a human being not like a filmmaking filmmaker someone yeah. just grow as a human being and like help me transition from like 
basically childhood to adult life. Yep. Like I think of Matt Diavella. Like he has helped me yeah. like without a doubt, like was one of my biggest inspirations. I listen to his podcast daily. Uh, I would like, you know, watch all of his YouTube videos and uh he, he reached just one one, one, one day well one day he just like subscribed to me on YouTube. And this was back when I had twenty thousand subscribers. Like I wasn't yeah. a, like a household name or anything. Not that I'm a f- fucking household name now. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, yeah. But uh, but uh, I like I made a video thanking him. I was like, "Yo, like you changed my life," and that led to just a friendship of ours. Yeah. We have a friendship now, and like whole he like emailed me the other day about like filmmaking tips. I was like, "What? Like this is like yeah, the coolest yeah. thing ever? Yeah, why are you emailing me yeah. right now about this stuff?" Yeah, it felt so good to be able to like contribute something to his life to make his life yeah. better you know in some way but uh no nah, he's incredible he's like the nicest guy as well um yeah like, dude, like he, i, I kind of got cool. the chills of you talking about that because it's so neat I, that, that's something that i talked about before traditional networking you know like in the past they would say like go to events like go socialize <laughs> go like like you're literally just building you're building your heads down and you're building yeah. and because of that you've attracted these people that, that you followed for years right and yeah. i think that's like the cool like you know the internet gets trashed on yeah there's a lot of filth there's a lot of people that are going to abuse it but that is one of the beauties it, it connects you with like-minded right. individuals and now that mm-hmm. who knows how you guys might collaborate on even bigger cooler projects totally. that attracts more and more cool, cool people into your worlds right yeah yeah it, it, it's so unbelievable even like outside of like the 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 higher names just like i feel like i can go anywhere in the world and have a friend to like hang out with yes you know like uh like for example i i found myself in ethiopia and i was like hey like anyone for some reason subscribe to me from ethiopia and like eight people (laughs) you know it's like what (laughs) yeah it's so unbelievable that like it's just such like a something that could have never happened before in human history no i don't know it's it's so interesting and and unique and it is it just like makes it it makes the decision to like go youtube full-time like so much sweeter like no way in a million years of my life ever have been like this if i didn't yep you know tackle youtube it's really cool man now is there something in the relationship with maddie because i do agree with you like i look at his content and i'm like he just looks like a gem of a human to to be around and dude and and the thing he he's awesome on his videos but in real life, he's even awesomer. Like, Interesting. Like, I thought I knew Maddie as a great person, but he's a better person. <laughs> like, oh, man. Like, I can't, like, man. I'm about to, like, yeah, I can't endorse Maddie Hapoya enough. <laughs> this episode is sponsored by Maddie Hapoya. Maddie Hapoya. <laughs> <channel. laughs> um, Dude, uh, I, like, I, like, can't wait to hang out with him like in it, person yeah covid yeah. kind of like made it tough to like go up to toronto and now he now he's in finland and i'm in we're we're literally on polar opposite sides of, of the, world. the world i'm on maui oh, yeah. and he's yeah. in finland so now now what is something uh about youtube that you might be able to share that he's either taught you or, or shown you without giving away too many uh insider baseball secrets <laughs> uh he's just like it it like he's helped me more with the monetizing stuff, which I guess is on just brand. Thinking with, about it, right? Yeah, like uh, I should like just thinking about it and like 
a, a different way. Like he helped me get past like the, oh man, I, I feel guilty about monetizing my channel or like, you know, selling LUTs or, or, or doing that thing. And I don't know. He just like made it all seem right. And like, like I, I was talking to him when I was first starting to get brand sponsorships and he's like, listen, man, like, you know, you're just reading a 30 second ad read and then it's over. You know, it's like, (laughs) no one really cares. Like the people that do care are the people who like are going to like be interested in the product, you know, like just do it. Like you, you, it'll help you support like your, your income. And he also like, kind of opened up my mindset of like, you know, you can reach out to like these brands with your own ideas and see if they're on board uh, with what you're doing. You don't specifically have to do that ad read, try to open up the brand's uh, brain a little bit more. And that's something that him and uh, his business partner, Tyler, who is also now my business partner, uh, have been helping me with. So, yeah, I don't know. I guess at the end of the day, Maddie has been huge and just like, helping me like uh make this youtube thing like a a financial success dude that is that's beautiful uh i i love to see that that like collaborative relationship has came to came yeah, to fruition he's, he, in that he's way. just like he's so smart when it comes to business I mean, i'm i'm not naturally like a business guy like like all it'll take me you email me take me like 23 days to answer your email you know not that i don't see it i see it every single day for 23 days i just like it could be like a the easiest email to answer i just can't do it for some reason so yeah having like people in your corner who know the world of youtube which is very rare and who also like i don't know also do the creative side like i do uh, i don't know it's helpful to have like a role model like him in my in my sphere so I think that a lot of – like that's why I love having this conversation because I think a lot of creative people are in that boat. They're like, I know how to tell a story. I know how to make something. But I just like yeah. – <laughs> I just need something else to help me um, figure out how to extract I- any sort of if, uh, income from this thing. And yeah. where what happens then is – and I saw it in the music industry. I see it now with creators. I see it now with people getting hired as freelancers. Like – Creative people get taken advantage of a lot uh, because yeah. they just want – they attach the – they we're creative people. So we want to be seen for our ideas. And not only do we want to be seen, we want to be – we want approval. Like deep down in, like that's why we're like – like some of us, yeah. like we kind of like – it starts that way. Like we're looking for approval or validation and pa- we package the price with that. So we think that if we charge high – will be less likely to be approved from these people <laughs> that that right. like that are paying us. So it's something that I constantly, you know, with my wife Gia, like we're always constantly talking and like trying to expand our mindsets on that. So it's so important to have someone in your corner like that. Um I love that man. I I think that's really cool. And the other thing I think earlier we were talking about um I, I don't I don't I don't even know how this applies, but I think about um storytellers right you're you're a fantastic storyteller and i read a lot of these marketing book uh, books i lead i read books on like public speaking i i read books on like um on on sales on like on, on pitching on pitching for like deals and every single book every single one comes back to like being a good storyteller it is yeah. like it's like the root of of all i mean 
all of this this communication i think you're doing it i think that's why you're attracting such a such a strong audience and i don't even know where i'm going on that tangent yeah, i mean but it's it just, just it, something i thought nothing about. nothing matters like your doesn't matter what your art looks like it doesn't matter like what like your music sounds like the only thing that ends up mattering is how the person feels at the end of it you know it's like yeah. the only thing they'll remember or the only thing that will keep them coming back so did, did know, it there's connect? not that yeah, if there's not that like extra like sauce in the story or like something in there, that's why you'll never see stock footage go viral. You know, right. like it's a beautiful shot, but it doesn't. There's no story. Right. It doesn't connect with absolutely. Anyone. Yeah, that's why. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um. Uh. So like stock footage by itself, like just what the clip. You know, you obviously immerse it into a story. And <laughs> <laughs> Shout out story this is, yeah. <laughs> like, this is sponsored by <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is me low keying like selling sponsors on this show. Like listen, I'm not gonna publish this unless people pay pay us. Pay me again. <laughs> I'll take ten percent. Um okay, what well, we, we can wrap it up shortly here. Um now something I do know about you from, from talking to you and kind of like seeing how you operate YouTube from the side is you you do have a um you do treat it from the creative aspect like a business. Like you know for the next – like you're hitting that video every single week and you got it planned out. You're working with the artist. You're working with like you know all the, all the variables. What is your, what is your kind of uh, your, your approach to that? To, uh, how far ahead are, are you usually on YouTube and, and how do you freaking even keep up with it? Yeah, I, th- I think from the outside, it, it looks like I'm more put together than I actually am. <laughs> okay. You're, well, you're more but, uh, than me, so. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely like, I'm definitely like, I've been doing this for so long and I still am put on the week that I'm posting, like making that video. Okay. <laughs> Which is crazy. Yeah. I can't believe like people are like five videos out. Like how do they get that far ahead? Like all like, so if I'm like ahead for the week, I'll just like, sometimes I just like can't do anything, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, sometimes like, like dude, dude, it happened. Like I've been saying this for three years. Like there's days in my life where I would rather do anything else than touch my camera. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> so there's like, there's times where like, you know, I don't have to get ahead and I just, if I don't have to, I just won't do it. But, uh, I don't know. It always seems to make its way. <laughs> to the internet on mondays in the morning (laughs) like uh like if i know i have to get something done i am like the most efficient human being on the planet like like i can get a video done like like that like yo no if ands or but what is that is that something that's mental and in us like like even for the podcast bro i i got to the point where i don't even try to write the questions before yeah I, yeah. I uh, or, or like days before I write it the day of I wake up the morning of and I just write I, I you know I, I do a little bit of research and I write the questions because if I if I try to do it before it's just like the ideas don't converge the way that they do right. like last minute for some for mm-hmm. some freaking reason the, yeah. did you do you know like in your talks with other youtubers that are that are successful you see some of them that are able to batch them like you know five five videos ahead and they're like oh, they totally. got a whole pipeline of content dude maddie's maddie's just like <laughs> so he's organized and like, yeah yeah he just like really has it down not me you know <laughs> i'm it's also different like st- different styles maddie, though you know yeah maddie maddie's like uh like very like uh 
you know, business oriented, you know, he like loves tech, <laughs> like, yeah, like yeah. he loves like, I don't know, organization. And I, I'm like, <laughs> I still have like a little bit of like, like, like pure artistry in me. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. that, like it's too you dialed know. in, you know, too di- like I just I want to wing it a little bit, like a little bit. Yeah, just wants to just throw it up in the air and see what the hell happens. Right, totally, totally. Yeah, which is, I mean. I don't know. It's it's funny too because like so many weeks I'll be like I'm, I need a week off. I'm not posting this Monday and and not making a video on Monday. So yeah. I don't know. For some reason it just like it seems like every Monday it's like all right, like this colossal thing to get out of video. It's like oh, I don't know how I did that, but every week I do it. <laughs> and it's been this way for years. So yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's weird, man. It's like <laughs> it's like you think you don't have the time, but you you end up doing it, and you do, it and you're like, oh, there's no way I can do that again. And then you do it again and again and again and again. Okay, so 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 we're kind of going like in this in this vein, this this idea. What is something that you would um, something you learn now about your process of staying consistent, like? If if you were to tell YouTubers like just like getting started, that was like, yo man, like, um, what what do I need to know <laughs> about YouTube? Like, yeah. like what what's the one thing that I need to know in order to uh, eventually be in a position where someone like you? Yeah, I mean, I obviously like consistency. Like, I'm not sure if like the algorithm. Like, I don't know if that's a myth or, like, the algorithm won't push your videos if you're not, like, on a consistent path. But consistency for me, like, it keeps me sharp. Like, it keeps me in it. Like, I know if I just, like, stop for a month, I, you might never see me on, on YouTube again. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, that's just how I am. Like, I know if I just, like, stop it for a long amount of time, like, I might just, like drift away forever (laughs) (laughs) and consistency like especially at the beginning like just forcing yourself to do it over and over again you're just going to get better so much quicker if you're not prolonging the the process and the video is going to be higher quality faster and you're going to see more traction sooner if you're if you're consistent so i think consistency is like most important in that sense and improving on your skills getting better at talking on camera getting better at editing storytelling so yeah i've like youtube i've i wasn't like an incredible editor i i think i'm my best skill set now is editing Mm. which is crazy like i don't love editing but just because of doing it from youtube so often i can like edit around anything these days would you ever hire an editor for your youtube channel i don't think so yeah it's it's I won't say never but it's a weird thing because I believe there's a lot of personality in editing style. Yeah. yeah it's almost yeah. a character in itself. Totally. For a lot yeah. of YouTube YouTubers. Mm-hmm. And like for it to like withhold the same quality, it would have to be like someone who can edit as well as me, and I probably can't afford that person <laughs> on, a, on a weekly <laughs> basis. A you know? But uh yeah, I don't yeah. know. I think I I sometimes enjoy just like sitting down on my computer and yeah. editing. That's Maybe the, like that's, I, having, yeah, having someone to like, you know, send it off to to like do like the minute stuff. Like, I don't like know, text, like, like yeah, text color and or probably not color. 
don't even know. It took so long to learn it. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) like, you know, like, I don't know. There's, like, a bunch of random little stuff you do to every video that just takes way too long. (laughs) Like, uh, I'll, I'll, like, put constant gain effect in between every audio track, so there's no, like, it's not, like, a stop, like, and just, like, make it as small as possible so it just, like, smoothly flows. And it takes so long to do that for every Dude. single audio clip. <laughs> so, bro, so it, it know, takes like a half hour. Like every video, I spend a half hour doing that. Yo, it's so tedious. It's such yeah. an annoying. Like, like I mean, even even with my little shorts, I'm doing on bonus footage. The text, you know, everyone says like, "Oh, how do you make the text like that?" Like it's it's like not rocket science. I just like literally just write a one word for yeah. each one to make them yeah. pop. It just takes and forever. It's, it, <laughs> yeah. But it takes forever. And I, yeah. the first thing that I can do when I have money to invest back into this stuff is, is to hire editors. <laughs> like, yeah. like, and, and my stuff's like kind of more, uh, kind of like just like, it's more right down the middle. Um, like mm-hmm. m- more like just, Hey, this guy's yelling. And there's not really much you can mess up with my edit. Um, I can kind of like teach uh, that style. Yeah, but I mean, you have like a very, like, is it's got a good, like, pu- like punch to it. Like the pacing's perfect. Yeah, dude, and that's that's hard to teach. Like yeah, that only comes like, through doing it, and like right. it's like it's like literally kind of intuitive at this point that, mm-hmm. that I agree with you. Where like yeah. like I'm I met I met a, a like because I, I want to offload the shorts, but like you know I'm gonna send a, send a batch of the content to him just to see if what he can come up with. Who knows? It might be better than yeah. than I could have it's imagined. Like, yeah, it's like a sixth sense, like knowing when to make that cut on a clip yeah. you know for and digital landscapes right like if you're totally. if it's for a specific for a platform you've been doing it for a long time and the yeah. people that do it for a long time do it for themselves they're not looking to do it for other people right, right. yeah even, uh, and just like filmmaking in general like when uh like new filmmakers send me their their projects every single time the biggest critique i have is pacing you know they're yep. holding on the shots too long they're cutting shots too too quickly like people just like it's very hard to get down pacing right away. That's something that just takes forever yeah. to develop that sense. Okay, now let's let's wrap this bad boy. Up. You know, I love this conversation. I lo- there, there was a lot of questions that I wanted to get to, and I think you can I'll ask save them if you want. Oh, no, no. Busy. Well, well, no. So I, there, there's a concept that I wanted to do. Um, you do a part two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think in the future, I want to like. I think it'd be fun to have like kind of jam jam sessions with you about like certain topics. Like, say, um, I, I don't know. Like, like, I'll come across an article. I, I did this with another friend. It was called like Ten Lessons for Aspiring Creators," and yeah. I kind of like go down the list and I say the lesson, and then you and I kind of like jam I out on that. our take yeah. on it. And yeah, I think yeah, it would be that. cool. It's not like a traditional interview format, but I, right. I would love to do that in the future. Yeah. Now. What is something, I'll just pick one of them. What is something that you believe that it takes to be a success on YouTube that others might not actually agree with you on? Like, what is there? Is there something where it's like, oh, this is like the common way, but it's not, 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 you kind of see it in a different light? Um, I think like, I think like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know how this. I don't want to say this without being rude or, or like sounding like a, kind of like a dickhead, but if it, if it, if it comes a, off that not that way, I'll yeah, cut it yeah, out. I'm I'll sorry. No, out. you don't. You don't have to cut it out. But I'm sorry if it comes out wrong to the, to the listener. 
I think, like, if uh, you just, like, generally get along with people and, like, you, 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 like, connect with people really easily, like, not, like, at a huge party or anything, but, like, you're, you know, like, people like working with you or uh, there's, like, a certain certain thing that you just have to have for your YouTube channel to grow. Like some people Mm -hmm. doesn't, it just doesn't matter how good a quality their video is. It doesn't matter how consistent they are. (laughs) Which is like, it's kind of this like sad truth a little bit, but it's just like some, some people would like you, like would just be your friend almost, (laughs) (laughs) you know? (laughs) So, So you're saying, you're saying it's not for everyone. Yeah, like some people they they've been doing yeah. it for six years and they're like, why is this not working? Some pe- it's just yes, it's, some people shouldn't like be on a YouTube channel and that's yeah. totally fine. It's just like I, I think you just need that like that one thing as like a I don't know I, I don't uh, no, know. it's no, like no, no, what no, makes no. people uh, I agree like, with why you. you care about watching Joseph Gordon Levitt on Hot Ones. There's just yeah. something about Joseph Gordon-Levitt that, like, everyone loves. <laughs> you know, it's just like, I don't know what it is. He's not the most yeah. talented actor in the world. He's not the best-looking dude in the world. But he just, there's something inside of him that just, like, gives him that thing. And it translates directly to, like, having a YouTube channel, I feel like. I don't know. So, like, the issue with that is, like, me saying, like, oh, I think I have that thing. Like, (laughs) clearly I don't have it enough because, like, I don't have, like, a trillion subscribers. (laughs) Like, I have, like, a pretty, like, solid amount of subscribers that allows me to do this. And I'm, like, pumped about the amount. But, you know, I'm not not Peter. Like, Peter McKinnon, there's a reason Peter McKinnon has 6 million subscribers. He has – there's something about Peter McKinnon that, you know, you just – fucking love the guy it's just like i don't know what it is like he's not the best filmmaker in the world he's you know i don't know he's just like awesome you know yeah and i'm going to i'm going to compliment that because i i actually do believe that um yeah i i don't think that it means that that person shouldn't be in a creative field or maybe collaborate with like i think there's tons of roles in this creator world that you can find that works better for you so the question is like what is your goal do you are you doing this as a hobby or do you want to do this as a business because i mean i've we've had friends like i have friends that are like in creative paths like i even me like i know that i i had to learn sort of that the hard way that i shouldn't like being a musician was a fun hobby and it got me a lot of opportunities but it's not mm-hmm. the best career bet for me for the long term right. and i had to learn that by like doing that and sometimes people have to learn that in like right, how totally. they want to express their ideas to the world and the totally. other part is finding the thing that you truly believe in and care in that is able to bring your personality out in ways that's going to connect on video. And I think that's something that Peter does really well. I think that's something right. that you do well. It's just expressed entirely differently on totally. camera, but either way, like it, it does connect with the audience. Yeah, totally. You said it much better than I did. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, I mean, I get excited. Like, you know, I, I, th- I'm, I, I'm glad that you said that because I've thought about that. Because sometimes I'm like, am I pushing people? Like, even Gia, she's starting a YouTube channel, but her strength is not talking on camera. It's in her, mm-hmm. her design. So it's, she right. needs to do over the shoulder and just voiceover and right. like find the format that works for you. Totally. Yeah, absolutely, bro. Such a fun conversation. Uh, yeah, man. <laughs> By this point, they, people have already looked up your name. 
where can people find you on the internet machine? And where's uh, the best place? Penisland.com. <laughs> 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 uh, no. yeah it's like where i sell all my merch just just go ahead and hit up penisland.com that's a pen p-e-n island i-s-l-a-n-d.com stop yeah just go there or or if you or meat spin meatspin.com as well it's where you can find my work <laughs> all right, go to Danny Converts on YouTube, Stephen. Cut cut all that out. Um, no, don't, Stephen. I'll be mad if you cut out my jokes. <laughs> don't yeah, cut out cut my out, jokes, Stephen. Cut out all his jokes. Um, uh, Danny Converts on YouTube. Follow bonus footage. He's dropping the hottest shorts on the internet. Follow follow, follow Tom stuff before mine because Tom is better than I am in all yeah, facets. Not. No, nah, that's, um, that's not true at all. And um, this is his, his his world, his project. So let's support love Tom you, bro. And, not, and not me. <laughs> Please. Love you, Daniel. <laughs> Thanks so much. I love you more. <laughs>